Hello, podcasters. A great program for you today. Uh, Walmart plans on dialing, uh, dialing things back, but should we be happy with Walmart or worried about Walmart? Because it's much bigger than that. It's involving the banks and everybody else running around the U.S. Constitution. Also, Biden. Uh, this is the, I think this is the, the big story of the day. He is uh, Dorian Gray. Blood shooting out of his eyes at an incredible town hall, which we also uh, cover. We talked a little bit about uh, the way I celebrated my wife's uh, birthday. Dave Chappelle in the news again. Marianne Williamson actually speaks the truth about something. And Dave Rubin, all on today's broadcast. And we should point out, Dave Rubin joining The Blaze. He's going to be on The Blaze uh, coming very soon. So get your subscription, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Save 10 bucks. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. We have two directions that we need to take on this uh this the, the gun grab nonsense actually more than jeez we had you know more politicians coming out yesterday with their solutions nobody's talking about mental health really nobody's talking about what is happening with our society there's clearly a hole in our society nobody wants to talk about that they all want to talk about guns and solutions okay great well now let's talk about let's start with a solution from corporate america uh, Walmart has plans to dramatically step back from ammunition sales after what they say were horrific shootings, and they were. It's going to stop all handgun sales in Alaska. Now, why in Alaska? I mean, if you need, if there's a place you need a gun, it probably is Alaska. Uh, they're going to stop all handgun sales in Alaska, marking its complete exit from the handguns category. Uh, Walmart also and Sam's Club will no longer allow open carry firearms in the stores where open carry is is uh, allowed. I mean, in Texas, nobody does, but you could wear it on your hip if you wanted to. Unless you're an authorized law enforcement officer, the open carry legislation is currently on the books in more than 26 states. Walmart also... Um, they're not changing their policy yet for those who have permits for concealed carry, but they're adding signage in the stores about this. Uh, they say that, you know, an open carry could be misinterpreted uh, by somebody else. And what? They're going to pull their gun out and shoot? Shares of guns and ammunition uh, makers added to the losses early in the day when it comes to, um, when it comes to uh, the stock market. Vista Outdoor stock closed uh, down 6%. Smith & Wesson, uh, its stock fell 4.5. Ruger and company closed down 0.6. And Walmart ended the day up 0.3. They said that they are going to now no longer sell the bullets that are used uh, to kill people. And so they're not going to sell 223 uh, or is it oh, is it five five six or five oh I can't remember the other one two two three and five something <laughs> I can never remember it uh, and two two seven it was this wasn't that a show in uh, the eighties 
Um, uh, I no, believe that was room two twenty two. Okay, I think is what you <laughs> we'll were, figure out <laughs> what you were talking about. Yeah, no, they, they, the Alaska thing too was essentially their point, right? Like they only had them in Alaska because it was the one place where they just that was like the last place they decided to sell them, and now they're even pulling them out of Alaska. Mm. Huge uh, mass shooting problem in Alaska, Alaska apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's a place you need them. It's yeah. a place you need them. It's it's tough, it, you know. I understand the idea here, right? You get pressure. You have a tragedy in one of your stores. You can understand uh, the, the idea that you want to do something. Mm-hmm. But we all know these things will, will not be effective. The idea that because they're not at Walmart, people can't get guns. Like, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Bad people are going to get guns. Yeah. They're going to get guns. I mean, are there things that we can do to make sure everybody gets a background check? Yes, but they have... They have ramifications everywhere. Now you you have uh, no place to buy bullets if you're at Walmart. And all these lefties are saying, oh, we're going to shop at Walmart now. No, you're not. You hate Walmart. You hate it. A, you think it's beneath you to shop at Walmart. B, you've been against their policies because there's a big, you know, it's a it's a big box store. And so they're hurting their workers and they won't unionize and all of this crap. They're not going to shop there. And I will tell you that if you shop at Walmart after this, you are only going to aid all of the other industries that are going to do the same thing. Here's the thing the founders never thought of. The founders never considered that corporations could become bigger than the government. The, 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 the um, uh, Constitution and the Bill of Rights says what the government cannot ever do, but it doesn't say what a corporation can and cannot do. And I don't want it to. I want corporations to be able to do what they want to do. If Walmart wants to do this, Walmart should be able to do this. The problem is... There is a guy at the New York Times that is coordinating a lot of this, is openly advocating for all corporations, anyone in the chain of supply. That's truckers, shippers, uh, gun manufacturers, gun uh, sales, uh, credit card companies, banks, anybody who touches a gun at all in any way to stop providing services. Well, now, wait a minute. That's that's infringing on my right to own a gun. If I can't buy it anywhere, well, how, who needs the Second Amendment? The government could say, well, we didn't infringe, but all these companies. Yes, but they were coordinated. They're being coordinated by the left. But there will be, I think, conservative companies that pop up and coordinate it the other way. Um, they will push back on this stuff. I mean, you remember, too, you gotta, it's, it's weird with Walmart, right? It's a statement. And the statement is really annoying. But of course, Walmart was selling guns and all of their competitors don't. They were the only Target's not selling guns. Yeah. Right. So the fact that they did it longer is is an I mean an argument that they actually and they're still selling guns, by the way. Yeah. Uh, they still are selling guns. They're the only ones doing it in this gr- in this retail group. So it's a tough one because they actually are doing more even now. Uh, to to get guns to people uh, in, up, in America than you know Target is or any of their other main competitors. I go up to Idaho. I buy my ammunition uh, many times at Walmart. Now I can't. I mean, well, and, and, and it's just, it's a tough one because they're the ones making the statement. So you want to say, you know what? I want to show them that I don't like that statement. 
However, these other companies have already made their statement. Mm-hmm. They're currently making a statement by not selling guns at all. We would have these issues occasionally because there'd be, um, you know, one of these organized boycott groups that would come after us. Yeah. And they would, you know, one of these companies would pull their advertising from the show or whatever. I mean, it was was a lot more rare than was reported, but occasionally did happen. And so one of these companies would pull their um, advertising and our listeners, who are awesome, would decide, like, I'm going to essentially punish them and go out and call them like crazy and make a big deal about it online. And it was all, like, motivated by really good things. And it was like we were cheering it on internally. Like, there's a part of you that's just like, yes, absolutely. However, there are multiple thousands of companies that avoid these shows completely because of issues like that. Because they know if if something happens and they feel like they need to pull their advertising, they're going to be the ones singled out, even though they were the ones that were actually advertising on the show, mm-hmm. right? And so it's it's like the one who actually takes the risk. I mean, Walmart did stand up to a lot of pressure over many years about gun sales. The fact that they're folding now, to me, is pathetic, and it's wrong, and they're doing something that's incorrect. However, we, I mean, you're going to give your business to a, another company. I mean, 99% of businesses do not sell guns. Walmart still does, so it's a. I, it is a. If, it's a tough. It's if a tough Walmart thing to isn't, if Walmart isn't hurt by this, it's like Nike. Look what Nike did. Yeah. Nike stock went up. Their sales went up. You think they're learning what lesson? They're right. learning go for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. If Walmart doesn't, Walmart is different because it's right in the heart of America. Yeah. It should the understand the heart of America. And it's the biggest retailer out there. So you have you have Walmart doing this. If they don't feel any pain from this, it makes everyone else. I, what I'm worried about, and I've been saying this for, what, two years, the banks. Mm-hmm. Once the banks get involved and they say they're not going to loan money to gun manufacturers, they're not going to loan money to... Uh, gun stores they're not going to allow credit cards to be used to buy guns or bullets then it's a whole new world then you have what are you going to do i want to buy a three thousand dollar gun okay you pull three thousand dollars out of your bank account um are you going to be now on a watch list from the bank because you pulled a whole bunch of money out and to try buying it with a credit card right it's going to be difficult you've seen this happen with um, marijuana across the country because it's not federally legal still federally illegal Mm -hmm. but there's obviously every state is you know moving in this direction and many states have already legalized it so these businesses who are raking in tons and tons of cash have no place to keep they have no place to keep it they can't put their money in a bank they have to like figure out there's all sorts of stories of people going to go buy homes like you know you're a marijuana dealer you take your money you go and you buy a home in cash and then immediately sell it and that's how you get your money out because you're essentially laundering money through the system, right? You can't put it in a bank. So that sort of thing could actually happen with guns where, you know, look, the marijuana business is still thriving, but it's a parallel economy, mm-hmm. right? It's something, it's completely outside of the main uh, system. Again, and, yes. And is this a good thing, by the way? If no. you actually care about gun violence, is it a good thing that all of these transactions are now going to happen in cash? Like, is, that, is, that, is this something you're excited about? The, the the ramifications of these dumb decisions are worse. never considered until afterwards. Much worse. Much worse. The guy at the New York Times says, yes, because the m- most killers can't afford the guns. 
so they have to put them on credit cards. Right, yeah, that's their big argument. Okay, all right. Really? Okay. It, so it's poor, only poor people are killing people? Because I know if I said that, we'd get thrown off the air. It's, uh, it's only poor people who are the murderers. <laughs> that's, that's one that gets conservatives banned from radio. Okay, so this is, this is the corporate realm. This is the attack from the corporate realm. We know the political realm. But let me share with you what I shared with you yesterday, first about something called BCI, and then what the Trump administration has brought back to the table as a possible solution. It is, it is the beginning of the police state. In no uncertain terms. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to tell you about something that you should either end your day with or um, start your morning with, and that is the news and why it matters. If you like this show, you're going to love the news and why it matters. It's a bunch of us that all get together at the end of the day and just talk about the stories that matter to you and your life. The news and why it matters. Look for it now wherever you download your favorite podcast. I've been telling you for a while that we are entering a brave new world and that we must have these conversations now and discuss right now what we're willing to accept and what we're not willing to accept. Because as they're rolled out, if you don't really think about it, they're just going to be rolled out and everybody will accept it and then everything will be fine until it's not. Okay? We have to decide, is there a line and what that line is? Yesterday, I told you something about BCI. Those are brain-computer interfaces. This is reality. This is not science fiction. It's about a year with Elon Musk. It's about a year away from actual human testing of this. But with Zuckerberg, it's already been tested, and he has the uh, algorithm that can actually read your mind. It can take the neurons in your head read them, and attach words to those neurons. Now, you have to ask yourself, is there any privacy anymore? Do you have a right to your own thoughts? Or does the government have a right to those thoughts? Do the corporations have a right to those thoughts? By the way, it works two ways. Not only can it read, it can write. So in other words, it can nudge you one way or another without you even knowing it. Now, Musk is saying that we have to have this because we're not going to be able to handle AI. We will be destroyed by AI. Um, He said we're just going to be too stupid and too slow to understand really anything that is going on, and it's going to become godlike. So we must be immersed in the Internet. But remember, the Internet is two ways. Now... If you thought that was nuts, that is the next, uh, that is the end game step, I believe. That's when Stephen Hawking becomes right, when he said, by 2050, Homo sapiens will no longer exist. He didn't mean that all the humans are going to die. What he meant was, you will be so augmented by 2050 that you will no longer be human. You're going to be a new hybrid and a new sort of, a new sort of being And there won't be any natural human beings left because everyone will either want this or be required to have it. Imagine if if the guy working next to you was 
constantly wired to the Internet and could see everything. And when he meets somebody, he knows their name. He knows everything about them. Uh, and you are sitting there. You're just a natural person. You're not going to be able to compete. So is that the world you want? Now, that seems like it's a long way away, but trust me, it is not. Let me give you this. The Trump administration is considering a proposal that would use Google, Amazon, and Apple to collect data on users who exhibit characteristics of mental illness that could lead to violent behavior. The proposal is part of an initiative to create a Health Advanced Research Projects Agency, or HARPA. It would be located inside the Health and Human Services Department. Uh, the new agency would have a separate budget, and the president would be responsible for ordering its director. HARPA would take after Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, or DARPA, which serves as the research arm for the Pentagon. Now, this idea was first crafted and presented to the White House in 2017, uh, but it failed to gather any ground. However, it has a renewed push. Susan Wright Foundation approached the president recently and proposed the agency include a project called Stopping Abhorrent um, Fatal Events by Helping Overcome Mental Extremes, or SAFE HOME is the acronym. Who's against SAFE HOME? Uh, the the uh, woman's wife is Bob Wright. He was former uh, executive of NBC. He was the chair of NBC. Close relationship with Donald Trump. They're now looking at your Apple Watch and Amazon Echo and Google Home to listen to see if you have any disturbing patterns that the government should be aware of. America... It's time to stop talking about the stupid, silly things and see the writing on the wall and decide who are we and where are we going. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. I want to introduce you to somebody who's a, a guest of mine in the studio today. His name is Brett Johnson. Um, I don't know Brett. I met him yesterday, um, but Brett was uh, Brett was listening to KNRS, what, two days ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I called in because yesterday was my wife's birthday. And I'm in Los Angeles. And she always says to me, you know, I'll say, honey, what, just it's 20 years. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried. Everything I get, my wife, she does not like. Oh, you've bought her spectacular presents. and I bought little presents, spectacular <laughs> yep. presents. I've done everything. Every little combination. Nothing. Nothing. And she's always, I don't need anything. And the minute, I, the minute that you would say, okay, well, I won't get you anything. That's the worst move. I know that's a trap. Okay, I'm never falling for that. I <laughs> right. know that's a trap. So um, we were uh, we were traveling about a week ago, and uh, we were in Utah, which has Cafe Rio. Now, for some reason, my life, my wife, her, her entire if if 
if she could design heaven, it would be a Cafe Rio. Okay? She, we have to have Cafe Rio. Cafe Rio. Yeah. We have to have Cafe Rio the minute we land and the last thing before we take off. Okay. And is it a, what can you describe it's it? It's a, yeah, it's a Mexican restaurant. It's like, like a uh, high-end Mexican no, restaurant? No, it's like a ca- Casa, uh, what is it, Casa Verte here in, oh, it's Costa better. Costa Vida. Costa Vida. Right. Yeah, it's okay. like that. I don't think those are any, all over the place either, but like the. They're up from a Taco Bell, but. Like, give, how about from a Chipotle? A little above a Chipotle? Mm, is it a little about the same? About the same. Yeah, I okay. think it's about the same. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's no big deal. Yeah. It's just Good a, food, fa- it's a yeah. fast food restaurant, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and uh, she loves it. And so um, <clears throat> I thought to myself, that's what I'm going to get her for her birthday. Because she was having... Cause in, they're in Los Angeles, too? Uh, well, <laughs> yes, but I didn't have any friends in Los Angeles. Mm. And I was coming home too late. And so uh, I was in Los Angeles, and I couldn't get – you think I'm going to get through security with a bunch of food and everything else? Not a chance in hell. Um, and they didn't have one past the security gates. Yeah, I don't think they actually are in – if I understand, they're not even in Los Angeles, I don't think. Are they? I don't know. There I don't may think be they are. One. I think there's like – I think – because you know, I, I do know a little bit about this story, and, you, and we looked at it yesterday. I think there's like – it's like Utah, Arizona – I think Maybe there's one or two other states. It's I a, thought it was in Los Angeles, but it could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I knew I didn't have a chance. So I decided to call Rod Arquette, who is at our station at KNRS mm-hmm. in Salt Lake. And Rod is just a super great guy, and he's just a normal guy. And I called him up, and I said, Rod, this is I know this is really stupid. I said, but I want to get my wife a gift, and a, uh, what she really will want for her birthday is Cafe Rio. And he just started laughing, and he's like, no, really. And I'm like, no, really, that's what she will want. That would be the best. I'll get so many (laughs) husband points for this. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I called the attorney general's office, and they're like, Glenn, we can't help you get food through the TSA. And I'm like, really? I mean, there's nothing you can do, threaten them with some sort of investigation. They're like, no. (laughs) So (laughs) That's not the way it works. Well, I mean, it is the way it works, but we're not doing that for you. (laughs) So so I call Rod, and I said, Rod, I need somebody in your audience that can either, you know— Get it to Delta and then somebody at Delta that will put it on a plane. I'll buy a first class seat if I have to, to put it on the plane. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Then I'll have somebody pick it up. And mm-hmm. well, we got, we gave out uh, my security guy's private number because he was like, well, what number? And we hadn't even thought of that. We're like, oh, geez, we're thinking everything else. So we give out his number. It rings. All night. <laughs> all night, people are calling. And not like your security needs an open line no, to be able to conduct business. No, not business. at all. Not at all. Mm-hmm. So Brett is one of the guys who calls, and he calls, and I'm listening. They have it on speakerphone, and I'm listening. And he's like, uh, yeah, I used to work for the airline. I don't anymore, but uh, your system's not going to work. You actually need somebody to go, uh, and I'm willing to go. You know, I just, I'm, I'm, I, I have a, I'm self-employed, blah, blah, blah. What was your thinking here when you said you were willing to go on a trip to I to thought his transfer- wife wanted one burrito. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that'll be easy. You'll bring yeah. a burrito on a yeah, plane. Yeah. No, course, she wanted, yeah. well, she had, it was a party with seven of her friends yeah. last night because oh. I was not supposed to be there. <laughs> So seven of her friends, mm-hmm. and they all wanted the salad. I think it's something with the dressing or something. I think we could have just gotten away with the dressing. Mm. Uh, but uh, so they wanted salad. So 
I asked him, can you, can you, can you bring seven, seven, uh, salads, uh, to Dallas? Yeah. Well, I, I knew your plan wasn't going to work. You can't go and put food on a seat in an airplane and have it end up where it's going to go. Really? No. It, it, that should be something no. that exists though. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> no. No. So I, I knew, I knew you'd need a warm body to, to haul it out there. And I've, I've traveled a lot over the years and not uncommon for me to fly to a city for an hour and fly back mm-hmm. so so it did so, it, what did the people in your life think of this well obviously that it's insane yeah <laughs> yes but, okay good but not surprised <laughs> right right <laughs> it sounds like something you'd do right that was what my wife said right so put those two statements together for a second it's insane and it sounds like something you would do what is he saying about you glenn <laughs> Uh, no, I think he was saying it was something that he would yeah. do, oh, that okay. I would do. Okay. He's insane. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, now the idea so is... So you desired an insane person to, to bring Mexican <laughs> food across state lines. Right, we did talk about that. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, we did talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, well, the idea that his wife wanted Cafe Rio, I mean, uh, Cafe Rio's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, huge fan of Cafe Rio. And I was telling Glenn, I said, I often get that text on my way home from work. You're Cafe right. Rio, question mark? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know what I have to do now, right? Mm-hmm. It's Cafe Rio. It's Cafe Rio. So, <laughs> so last night, so we, I met him at the right. airport because I was coming in. He got in at what, 2 o'clock? Mm, yeah. And so we had mm-hmm. somebody meet him at the airport to take the food uh, to make sure that it was, you know, not all now all poisoned because it was sitting out all <laughs> did day. You, did you grab a chip at all? Did you get anything? Did you eat any of the food on the way? I did not. Oh, yeah. No. That's, what, that's so, what I would say, too. Uh, he delivered it perfectly. <laughs> so we got it. And, and then I come into the airport about 530 and we're just chatting, and I said, "You got to stay the night, uh, and and you know, just come in for the breakfast for the the radio show the next day." Uh, and then, so he's going home today. But I I I want you to know, I set it all up about six thirty last night. Everybody was coming over at seven. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not even invited to this party, and uh, I tell my wife, "Just get out of the kitchen for a while." And I I set it up, and it's in these you know these tins, you know the you know regular. <laughs> yeah fast food tins yeah. and it's in these tins and i just set it all up uh and the all the girls come over and my wife walks in and uh she looks and she said is is this cafe rio <laughs> and i said yes she said how did you get it here <laughs> And I said it was very complex, <laughs> and we're currently paying for a man staying at a hotel. <laughs> and, uh, and all the all of her friends said it's weird. This cafe Rio thing is weird, especially with women. They all said, "Wait a minute, this isn't Costa Vida." And I said, "No, that's cafe Rio." And they all looked at me, and then they looked at her, and then they looked at me, and they went. You're a good husband. <laughs> Brett, thank you for those Absolutely. points. I wow. appreciate yeah. it. Amazing. First of all, you should be getting, Brett, Cafe Rio free for the rest of your life <laughs> for this. I hope they're hearing this. Yeah. Because uh, uh, that yeah. you should be hooked up for every text that comes in yeah. uh, should be a free yeah. meal for you. Yeah. That's an amazing job. Well, thank you for doing yeah. that. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I mean, when I was telling Glenn, I said, you know, uh, I'm a stranger to you, but you guys aren't a stranger to me. I've listened to you guys for a long time. So mm-hmm. when you made the request, it was like a friend needing help. So not yeah, a problem. it was so cool. It was so <laughs> cool. And that's the, way, that's, that's the way all of these calls were. All of these calls were like, Glenn, tell Glenn, I'll help him out anyway. What, oh, what's awesome. he need? Uh, I'll get it from here to there. I'll do whatever. I mean, it was really neat. And we so have you, great listeners. And now you're married for another day, which is always a surprise. <laughs> it is. Right? It is. It is. It may end tonight because <laughs> yeah. there's no Cafe Rio. But uh, <laughs> thank you so much. 
This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn, and if you like what you hear on the program, you should check out Pat Gray Unleashed. His podcast is available wherever you download your favorite podcast. So, uh, Kevin Hart is in trouble with the left again. You know, if you don't say exactly what these Nazis want, uh, you, you're you're out. I mean, they're just they're going to destroy Kevin Hart. They'll, they're going to do their best to destroy Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, I think, is funny enough and big enough to survive not in height no not no clearly not in height not but in, height. in 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 prominence yeah mm-hmm. so he is um uh he he was on some sort of a podcast with some singer that's what do you know who this singer is anyway. i i do not know okay he's some singer some singer i've never heard of you probably haven't either and there's those who do know are screaming in their cars right now how can you not know what's his face all right, whatever, I get it. Um, but he just came out as gay. And uh, and Kevin Hart said, while there, to him, you know, I, don't, I just don't see this as a big deal. Why is this such a big deal? Well, if you grew up in the black community, Kevin, you'd know why it's such a big deal. Yeah, but it, it's not. It's not. Well, that's not good enough because he didn't recognize uh, homophobia. And so he was being very, very uh, unfeeling to all gays because he wouldn't recognize the homophobia and, and the bravery that it takes to come out. Okay, maybe it takes bravery to come out, and especially in some, you know, communities or some families, and I recognize that. But the rest of us feel like Kevin Hart. Who cares? Who cares? I don't. I don't need to know about your sexuality. You don't want to hear about mine. You want to hear, you want to hear about, yeah, you know, when my wife and I start to feel a, a little randy, you don't, okay, shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I feel the same way. I don't want to know about anybody's sex life. I don't need to know it. Now, is it little Nas X? Little Nas Lil, X. Lil, Lil, Lil Nas. There's no T's. Little Nas X. Yeah. Uh, Old Town Road would be the song you may have penetrated your world if you, you nope. do have children. Nope. Um, but uh, yes, very popular. Uh, My song. kids, I swear to you, listen to Dean Martin, and I mean, it's they're weirdos. That is not surprising at all. They are weirdos. <laughs> not the weirdos part. That the, you know, I know them, so they're they're not weird. But uh, <laughs> the fact that they listen to Dean Martin around your house does not surprise me at yeah. all. Yeah. So Lil, Lil Nas, Lil, Lil Nas may have penetrated their world, but it hasn't penetrated mine. Maybe Lil Nas X or Lil Nas 10, which it's one of the two. There may have been nine Lil Nases before him, just so you know that. Well, it's probably if you haven't, if you X because maybe it's like Malcolm X. Maybe he's related to Malcolm X. First of all, it is definitely X. However, I like the idea that there was nine Lil Nas's before him, so I'm going with Lil Nas 10. So it's like senior, junior, the third, <laughs> yeah. and X. Okay, I got it. Okay. You know, this is uh, Dave Chappelle in his, in his comedy special, which, again, does not surprise anyone in the country doesn't surprise anyone that all of the critics are giving it on rotten tomatoes giving it a zero rating it's come back a little bit now from, has it yeah oh. it's 
little oh, bit. Oh, uh, oh. Yeah, his because it was initially legitimately zero percent. Yeah, right. From the critics. What is it now? Six. Uh, last time I saw it was thirty-three. Oh wow, thirty-three. Uh, it is now thirty thirty-three percent from critics, ninety-nine uh, percent from fans. Okay, this just goes to prove that the elites and people that I never thought of of you know rotten tomatoes as elites well i mean rotten tomatoes just just compiling critics i mean they're not they have no opinion well no in they this. selected they hired an, an an additional i think 100 critics here recently mm-hmm. so they are they are picking and choosing the critics okay yeah i mean they also definitely though carry the reviews of right. conservative critics whatever and, yeah whatever but um it just goes to show you that i mean that's why i have you ever asked what the critics say on any movie i mean i i i do and we've really? talked about this before yeah like because like, it depends on the movie right like if you have a movie that's like an action movie or a horror movie the the critics reviews usually aren't that important because yeah what, so it, if i'm going to a yeah. jane austen movie maybe i'll right, listen like I, to the critics yeah i think but, like i think a lot of times you find you know certain like like dramas and indie films and stuff you can tell a lot from the critics i think um, and you could also tell a lot from the politics of it. I mean, it's very, if the politics are bad, when I say bad, I mean bad to the left. If the politics of the movie can be interpreted that way, you can guarantee a negative uh, percentage from cr- critics because th- that's what they will see in it. It's almost like if you were to watch a, a funny show, a funny comedian, this happens all the time with, the, with, with conservatives, a funny movie, but the messaging is constantly berating you over the head with, you know, global warming or whatever left wing cause they're pushing. 100%. It affects your experience. Yeah. And the same thing happens to critics. They are hardcore leftists generally, and they get these, they watch these movies and all they see is God, Ronald Reagan isn't treated like Hitler. Like I can't, I can't watch this, and right. they, it's automatic negative review. So I definitely do think that that that's a legitimate thing that permeates. Well, it's legitimate, things. obviously. Look yeah. at Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle is taking on the left, uh, and they don't like it. Yeah, well, they I don't thought, like it. What's interesting about this one in particular, Glenn, is that Chappelle does this stuff all the time. Like all of Chappelle's specials have these types of moments in them, where he's being critical of the culture in a way that. You know, your average CNN pundit would not be comfortable with. He, you know, it's the same thing with Louis C.K. And you know, there's a whole there the the people who are the real legends of current comedy, and both of Chappelle and Louis C.K. would be in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, they are all comfortable going into those areas where you're not supposed to go, which is what makes them great. You know, partially, they're also technicians of what they do, but it's that's part of it. Like that is what is part of comedy, and. So Chappelle's some kind of done this. like this, like yeah. like like uh, um, uh, oh shoot what's his name a friend of ours pale Jim Gaffigan, Jim Gaffigan. He said pale and I knew yeah. right away so uh, uh, Jim Gaffigan he <laughs> is not an, political really yeah and he is a absolute technician I mean oh. you watch him he is brilliant on the technical side his of new comedy. Amazon special is hold your sides it, bust a gut funny it's almost too many laughs right. in a row and too fast right too fast yeah. and and so he's he's absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. but he's not political at all but that's who he is and 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 he's not saying anything really controversial except yeah I'm fat and I don't mind yeah. and I don't mind uh where Chappelle is you know, some we're starting to see the beginnings of of a Lenny Bruce, where you're getting these guys who are taking the establishment on, 
And that has always been that way. But it wasn't until recently that the left was the establishment. Mm -hmm. And they don't want you to take it on. culture is the establishment. And they are sick of it. I mean, comedians are sick of it. So listen, here's we have two clips here of him talking about Kevin Hart. Here's clip number one, Kevin Hart. They even got poor Kevin Hart. Can you imagine such a thing? Kevin Hart, let me tell you something. It was, it was Kevin Hart's dream to host the Oscars. That's what he told me. And I remember when he told me, because I was thinking to myself, well, that's an awfully strange dream for an African-American. <laughs> <laughs> kind of dreams of hosting the Oscars. <laughs> Kevin did, that's who. And he did it. Against all the odds, Kevin became the most famous comedian this world has ever seen, and he got the job that only one black man performer had. He was going to host the 80th Oscars. And I don't know what you know about Kevin, but I know Kevin Hart is damn near perfect. As close to perfect as anybody I've ever seen. In fact, Kevin is precisely four tweets Shy of being perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning the four tweets that he mm-hmm. tweeted out years ago uh, that everybody was pouncing on. Here he goes into the gay community. He, he follows this with he's not a bigot. He's not mm. against homosexuals. And then he starts going on the gay community. Listen to this. Ooh, the gay community was furious. And I don't blame him. I got a lot of gay friends, and all of them, 100% of them, all have told me horror stories about the they had to go through just to be themselves. Crazy, crazy stories. And in all those stories, I got to say, not one of them has ever mentioned anything like their father smashing a dollhouse over their head. Which is what Kevin says. Because clearly Kevin was joking. And that's the thing. Jokes are now treated as if they're serious statements when it's convenient. Like, listen to this review. This is one of the reviews from Rotten Tomatoes that's negative. Lacking empathy can certainly be amusing, but Sticks and Stones, the Dave Chappelle special, is a tired routine by a man who forgot to layer jokes into his act, too often sounding like a pundit on Fox News. Unbelievable. Like, what? How could you possibly watch this that and think This is the first time I have heard someone in a long time do things that was the opposite of fishing for clapter. Everything yep. we see is all about clapter now. Mm-hmm. This guy doesn't care if you clap or laugh or anything. He's just saying what he thinks is funny. And it's funny all the way through. And it takes on both sides. Here's why, here's why uh, he got in trouble. Continue on to alphabet people. But you see, what I didn't realize at the time and what Kevin had to learn the hard way is we were breaking an unwritten and unspoken rule of show business. And if I say it, you'll know that I'm telling you the truth. The rule is that no matter what you do in your artistic expression, you are never, ever allowed to upset the alphabet people. (laughs) You know who I mean. Those people that took 20% of the alphabet for themselves. <laughs> I'd say the letters, but I don't want to conjure their anger. <laughs> I mean, it is amazing that that stuff is being said by someone who, by the way, 
was absolutely revered without exception by the left as of two oh, weeks yeah. ago. Uh, one, one more clip. Um, he talks about the, the T's in the alphabet. People be surprised. I have friends, all kinds of letters. Everybody loves me and I love everybody. I got friends who are L's, I got friends who are B's, and I got friends who are G's. But the T's hate my guts. <laughs> And I don't blame them. It's not their fault. It's mine. I can't stop telling jokes about these. <laughs> I don't want to write these jokes, but I just can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you hear all those letters together all the time. LBGT, LBGT. And you think it's just one big movement. It's not. All those letters are their own movement. They just travel in the same car together. He talks about them in the car, and it is very funny. Dave Chappelle, Sticks and Stones. It's a Netflix special. Critics don't like it. Audience loves it. Hurricane Dorian is still raging up the East Coast. Um, and our thoughts and prayers and Mercury One is also on the ground. Team Rubicon deployed a team into the Bahamas already. Um, they're working in the Grand Bahamas. City Impact has shipments of water and supplies on its way. They arrive on Saturday. Operation Blessings International Disaster Relief uh, is already there with Mercury One. Uh, there's a need for chainsaws and wheelbarrows and all kinds of equipment and supplies, and that's what Mercury One can help uh, supply. We need your donations. If you can help us, go to mercuryone.org, mercuryone.org, and you can donate us uh, donate to uh, help us bring these people um, back from the brink. If you've seen the devastation, it's horrible. <laughs> when you look at the gun thing by the way i have to give you this did you see what marianne williamson said yeah you know she is uh the only person who is doing this i believe in the entire democratic field if you're talking about the positive thing that she said yeah okay so here she here she said quote i know this sounds naive i didn't think the left was so mean i didn't think the left lied like this i thought the right did that i thought we were better this is why I said, welcome those people who are waking up. Welcome them. Because they don't know. And they, they've never seen it themselves. There are a lot of people on the right. When things happen, you'll go, I didn't see that coming from my side. I really thought we meant it. Uh, and you're waking up. All these people are waking up. And many of them have just truly believed that somehow or another, we really wanted children to die. And once they see it on their side, they, they wake up and they're like, okay. And if we're like, see, and we're never like that. No, many of us are not. We, we just have bought into it's just them. And I think they're much, 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 much worse. But we have a few people on our side that are just as bad. Um, and... If you just say, look, I, I get it, uh, you know, sometimes people on our side, there's an industry over here trying to shut people up on the left, but it's about 15%, let's be kind, 15% on both sides. The rest of us are normal. We just don't know it about the other one because we've been, we've been kept apart. And that's the key. 
Anyone who is trying to shut you up, anyone who is trying to say, Dave Chappelle, shut up, or you shouldn't go see it because of, you should disregard those people. You know, it was Bridget Phetasy was on yesterday, and she said, you know, they live in this bubble, and now they're trying to make that bubble even more insulated by saying, hey, if you even disagree and you're inside the bubble, out of the bubble, because we can't have that in this bubble. That's, that's crazy talk. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't know if we have time to get to her the rest of her comments, but uh, maybe we could do that after the break because it was actually jarring, and you realize how far the left has gone when her statements, which are very innocuous, are jarring to you. I mean, the, from a presidential candidate, it should not be hard to, to dig up a Democrat out of a 25, 26-person field that will say basically generally nice and encouraging things about faith. Right. Like, again, Marianne Williamson has all sorts of problems. Mm. Um, and I certainly would not want her to be president of the United States or my doctor or anything else. But like, at least she's acknowledging a role for faith in this country that was, you know, founded she, on the ideas of faith, freedom of, of religion. She's the only one that is saying the truth about guns. Well, she's talking, I'm sure, about gun control and everything else. She's also saying this most important. It, it's not the gun. There's a hole inside of us. Something is missing. You know, she says it's love, but I think it's, I mean, it may end there, but there's a lot of stuff missing that leads to love that we are, we are creating in ourselves. We are allowing to grow and be fostered in our children. And that needs to be addressed far more than the guns do. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.